0: Hello and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast, Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Isaiah today, Isaiah chapter number 45 and verse number 22 I love this verse of Scripture. And uh, what I love about this verse of Scripture is that it is just salvation, plain and simple. I love its simplicity. I love its plainness. I love its clarity. This verse, Isaiah forty-five twenty-two, is salvation, plain and simple. And here's what the Bible says, Look unto me, and be ye saved all the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none uh, none else look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none else isn't that salvation plain and simple i mean it's it's the lord speaking uh, it, it is christ that's speaking here look unto me and be ye saved and uh, you know christ speaks i'm in the garden of gethsemane in agony Pouring out my soul unto death. I'm sweating blood. I'm on a tree dying for sinners. Look at me. Look into me. That's all you have to do. Look into me. You know the the, the beauty of that is that it's it's so simple that a child can look, a simple minded person can look, a weak man can look, a strong man can look, a simple minded man can look, and also a brilliant intellectual can look someone that's poor can look and someone that's rich can look there's no hope for you and no hope for me any other chance of getting rid of sin but looking to Jesus now there's a tendency on 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 the part of preachers and and Christians sometimes to make salvation more difficult to understand than it really is in fact the doctrine of salvation in itself is remarkably simple. Yet we try to speak and use words uh, uh, sometimes that people are totally unfamiliar with, especially those that are outside the church. You got people that come into church. Sometimes they've never even been in church. I was in a revival this past week, and a man was in the meeting, and and he uh, he's not been saved long, and he just kept coming up. Man, you taught me something tonight. And it was just simple Bible truths, but he had spent a lifetime never going to church, never been in Sunday school, never one time been in a Bible study. And, and he was just soaking in every single word that he's learning. There, there's people like that all over our communities, all over our states, all over our nation that that don't have that special coded language that a lot of times we have, you know, words like saved. I've, I've went and knocked on doors before. and well, I was just out here, uh, you know, trying to tell people about Jesus. Have you ever been saved? What's that mean? Saved from what? They've asked me. Or we use the term, and I like these terms. Don't get me wrong. Blood bought. Blood washed. Born again. Redeemed. And people look at us like, what does he talk about? And all of them are good words and they're good phrases. But honestly, they can be overwhelming and confusing to those that do not know what they mean. Yet there's nothing confusing or mysterious or hard to understand about salvation. God has fixed it so anybody can understand it. And so I just want to look at this verse in its simplicity and deal with the subject salvation, plain and simple. One thing I want to be as a preacher Uh, one thing I want to be as a pastor, I want to be a person and a preacher who makes salvation clear. I mean, to begin with, the word saved means the act of saving from harm. Of course, that could be applied to being saved from harm in any area of the human experience. It's possible to be saved physically. It's uh, possible to be saved financially, emotionally, mentally. But what we're talking about spiritual salvation, any other type of salvation is only temporary in nature. But when a person experiences the salvation of his or her soul, they have experienced something eternal that never fades away. Boy, ain't it good to be saved. Are you saved today? Do you know for certain that you're saved? And so I just want to look at this passage. Salvation, plain and simple. Number one, notice this with me the source of salvation. Look unto me. That's that's crystal clear, ain't it? There's no doubt that God says that salvation is found in me. Salvation can only be found in him. There is only one road to heaven. There's only one remedy for sin. There's only one way of escape from hell, and that's through God and his salvation plan. See, salvation does not come from Being a member of the church, salvation does not come from a denomination. Uh, It does not come from a family association. It does not come from a baptismal pool. Uh, You can get baptized so many times that the tadpoles know your social security number. That doesn't save you. I saw a video on social media the other day, and uh, man, it broke my heart. I was uh, going through some Videos wasting a little time, and uh, I saw a picture of a baptism of a a christening of a child, and they were playing in the background about saved a song about saved and man it broke my heart because I sat there and saw that little child uh, being doused with water and 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 they're playing this song about being saved and I thought that is not salvation. A Baptist have 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 died. Believing and rejecting the doctrine of, of of baptismal regeneration, you are not saved by baptism. It doesn't matter if you got baptized when you were two months old, or twenty years old, or forty years old. Baptism does not save you. It cannot be obtained. Salvation cannot be obtained through good works or clean living or good deeds. It only comes through God's plan, and the source is the Lord. What is the plan? God's plan is exclusive. It's John 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. That verse right there makes it clear that Jesus is the only avenue that a man takes that brings him to God. If a a man had to have a million dollars to be called a millionaire, then he's got to have Christ to be called a Christian. Amen to that. If a man has to have a million dollars to be called a millionaire, you've got to have Christ to be a Christian. 1 John 5.12 said, He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Nobody's going to go to heaven because they're a Baptist. Nobody's going to go to heaven because they're a good person. Nobody's going to go because they've done good things or been a good father, been a good mother. A person goes to heaven for one reason— a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Look unto me. And God doesn't share the salvation of souls with any preacher, any pope, any denomination, any sacrament, or anything else for that matter. You can name a thousand things. God does not share his salvation with any of those things. Salvation comes through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Look unto me. Not looking to your church, not looking to your preacher, not looking to your parents, not looking to your godly heritage. Look unto me. He comes through Jesus Christ. I quote often Acts four twelve. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I am going to heaven. There's no doubt about it. I am going to heaven, but not because I'm a Baptist preacher, not because I attend church. Not because I've been baptized. Not because I pay my tithes. Not because I try to live a life of of holiness. No, I'm going to heaven because of him. Look unto me. As a five-year-old boy, as a five-year-old boy at the Galilee Baptist Church in Monroe, North Carolina, I was sitting on the third pew. I'd been under conviction. I knew I was a sinner. My dad was a preacher. He preached on hell. My brother had been praying for me at night when we'd go down Uh, get ready to go to bed. He'd get down beside his bed, and he'd pray, Lord, I thank you for saving me, but my little brother's not saved. Boy, God started dealing with my heart. I'd lay in the bed at night trembling and troubled, knowing that I was lost, knowing that if Jesus come, I was going to be left behind, knowing that if I died, I was going to wake up in hell. And that Sunday morning, June the 1st, 1980, I came out of that aisle, came out into that aisle, knelt down and Ask the Lord to save me. I'm saved. I know I'm going to heaven because my hope is not in what I've done. My hope is what it has been done and that is the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. And so... God says, look unto me, look unto me. What are you trusting today for your salvation? What are you trusting today? Are you looking at a list of things that you've accomplished for the Lord or a list of things that you've accomplished religiously? That's not the source. The source is one thing. Look to Jesus. Look unto me and be ye saved. It's the source of this plain and simple salvation. I hope you know you're saved today. I hope you know for certain. Listen, ninety nine percent is not good enough. It's a hundred percent. Twenty-seven times in the book of first John, John the Beloved wrote, These things have I written that you may know, no, 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 no. You can know that you are saved. And I listen, heaven is too sweet, hell's too hot, and eternity's too long for you not to be certain that you are saved. He is the source of salvation, plain and simple. Now, today, you've got the opportunity to go out and be salt and light in this world. You can go out and make a difference. This world is dirty and dark. It needs purification. It needs illumination. And I might not be able to brighten the entire globe, but I can brighten the corner where I live. I can be salt in the area where I live. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan right now, tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up, pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go out and make a difference in this world. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.